Good evening, saints. To this incredible body of saints gathered here in this place, known to everyone as Calvary Bible Church, the Lord calls you green olive tree, lovely and of good fruit. I bring you warm greetings from Haiti. We salute you as people who wear the name that they bear, meaning that you are Calvary, and Calvary tells us of love, wonderful love, matchless love. And that's what you mean to us in Haiti. We thank God for you. And don't forget, he said that in as much as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. Pastor says I take a lot of time. I don't. But uh, there are so many uh, areas um, to explain. So I'll just try and give a running. And when I run, not many people understand what I say because I make I get mixed up. But I'll try to stay on track. Um, God has been good to us, and I mean all of Haiti. Because as I looked at the disaster in Japan, I realized that, yes, God has been very good to us in Haiti. We could have been far worse than we are. Yes, we have over 300,000 deaths from the earthquake. And I know that there are many that have not been counted. Um, so much help was given for us. But until now, the help has not yet materialized. Of the debris or uh, debris that has been gathered in port prints and other places because of the uh, earthquake disaster, just about 2% of the rubber has been cleared up. So you can just imagine what a reminder to just almost all of us every day, the terrible thing that happened. Um, after the earthquake came cholera. And that claimed many, many lives. We learned to wash our hands and uh, be a little more careful about what we eat and where and when. And God has uh, blessed us. That too has passed to a certain extent. We are told that we will have it with us 
for a long time, but not in epidemic um, stage. Uh, then after the earthquake, the cholera came, the politics. And uh, from the 30th of the November last year, our lives have been like a seesaw, up and down. We never knew when there would be an outburst of um, violence on the streets or in certain areas. One never knows. And um, we have really been having a very stressful time. It's very stressful. Even the children, when you have clinics, even the children complain of having pains in their backs. And we know that that could only be caused from stress. Um, for a long time, people just healed over dead. Uh, not for any real reasons that you could think of. But we, again, we think just from stress. And then a very great shortage of the necessities, especially foodstuff. And I want to remind you that of the three, the three hungriest countries in the world happen to be Haiti, Afghanistan, and Somalia. Three hungriest countries in the world. So you can just understand what has happened in Haiti. And then the prices of what little we could get soared so high that you could hardly bite. And then here I come to a very distressing subject for me, and it is the fact that you folks here sent us a container of, I knew you sent all that you thought we could use. Well, when I learned about the container from here, pastor called somebody and a person got in touch with me. I was told, I, we went to the place where we were told the container would be. When we got there, we were told, no, they knew nothing about it, we should go to Port-au-Prince. We went to Port-au-Prince. When we got to Port-au-Prince, that's the capital, um, we were told that they didn't have the papers. And they were unable to pull up the papers and we should call back. So we kept calling and going back for about two weeks. After two weeks, about two weeks, I decided to ask my friend to get in touch with here and let folks know we haven't gotten the papers and if they could send a copy for us. When they sent a copy, we took it into them. Um, they told us they couldn't pull up the papers the papers in their offices because the papers weren't, the um, bill wasn't paid here in uh, Nassau. I said, knowing the people from Nassau, I'm sure it was paid. But they kept on it. They couldn't pull the papers up. So I called them one day and I said, look here, you folks, aren't you tired of looking ugly the world over? I said, what do you want me to pay you to pull up those papers? I said, this copy has paid from the very day 
it was sent. And that was in February. And this was now about May. Well, the man told me, I, I talked to him, and he told me to call him back, or he'd call back. He called back later and said, come and pick up the papers mm. tomorrow or sometime. And that was Saturday and we couldn't make it, so we went Monday. We got the papers and they made us pay um, for months of having the container sitting on the docks. It wasn't our fault, but we paid. And then we paid for all the other things that they wanted us to pay for. And one man even told us he saw some things that were really new in the container and they were really good and the government would tax us greatly for them. So he got something that didn't look as good as what we had and showed it as what was in the container. I wasn't dealing with him, he was dealing with somebody else, but that was what I was told. Well, according to them, we had finished paying everything and we could claim the container. They told us, come and claim the container. They said the container, we couldn't leave with the container, so we should bring um, a vehicle to take stuff out of the container. We did. When we got there, they said, I didn't go, but my worker, they said the container had been put up somewhere and they can't get to it and whatever and whatever. And we kept on calling and calling until we just got tired of calling. So I spoke with Pastor and I asked Pastor if he could get in touch with the... Um, the uh, ambassador to to um, the Bahamas, and um, I don't know. Maybe the ambassador got a little rough with them. I don't know. Last week they called and said we owed some more money for having the container on sitting on the docks all these days and how they called and they couldn't get us. So I said, you know something, I ain't going to pay another penny. So I plan when I get here to go see the ambassador myself. So I'm hoping that sometime this week somebody will take me to see His Excellency so I can inform him of what the trouble is. I, I go to all this long story for that because I wanted you to know that we didn't just sit down, we wouldn't. Just sit down and allow them to keep the container. We had been trying our best to get it from them. But you know, they call um, Port-au-Prince the Mafia Port. <laughs> and um, we try never to get we have I have had to leave two containers sitting in in um, Port-au-Prince already they were sent to us and we were never able to get them so I don't know what the ambassador will be able to do but I hope he'll do something even for his name here in the Bahamas. Um, we 
the um, earthquake created a great problem. Uh, we have what we call the ten cities. In a way, they were inevitable because it wasn't possible to house um, more than a million homeless people in a minute. And it would look to all that the ten cities were what was necessary, but they have developed such great problems. Number one, um, they're just flaps, pieces of whatever, and there is no protection offered to people, especially females. And um, the situation where men have forced themselves in on women, sometimes more than one in one night, has just been terrible. And children resulting from that. Then, after a certain time, the organizations that gave out food stopped giving out. And so all these people sitting on a muddy track of land somewhere were without food, they were without water, and also without um, sanitary conveniences or proper sanitary conveniences. I don't know if in your mind you can just imagine the havoc that this has created. But um, help comes in different ways. And one of our pastors went and tried helping two of these ten cities. And of course, if he did that, you know it meant that I would have to follow suit. So we went in and we are helping two of these ten cities. We take food, we take clothing, and we also take medicine. And um, today, as Dr. Strauss spoke, he reminded me a little of some of what we are supposed to be doing. And I um, asked some people to go up for one day and hold a vacation Bible school for the kids. Looks stupid, right? But the Lord blessed and many children, I forget how many, gave their lives to the Lord, plus they enjoyed the attention, plus they enjoyed just being special, even if it was for a day. Uh, we did that with some of them last Christmas. And um, I, I thought I was wasting people's time, but now I realize <laughs> that really wasn't, wasn't what was happening. And we are making them aware of God's love and goodness to them. Um, I came upon a village just by chance, not more than about a mile and a half from where I live. And uh, the village is in a little brushy area, not wooded, but brushy, a lot of little shrubs, not much higher than this. 
So you can imagine how low the little huts that they live in were because these uh, little brushes covered the village. I went there and was shocked at the sight of these people living so close to me. So there is somewhere else that we have gone in and try to help doing the same thing clothes and medicines and food and please I know teach a man to fish but I keep on telling people if he's dead you can't teach him to fish you can't teach a dead man to fish so we have to feed him treat his sick body and help him to live before we can teach him anything. And he wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to learn anything if I'm starving. So, um, these are some of the things that you could pray with us about. We're now working with 223 congregations, 216 schools, one high school. We have the hospital and we're trying, we're putting on a, a section to prepare um, limbs for the people, who, as many people as we can, let's put it like that, who had lost their limbs during the earthquake. So that is something else too that you can pray with us about. And we have one of our young men from the orphanage. He's just, he was just 18 last month and he finished the government, all the government required studies for first studies high school which is sort of rare in Haiti and um, he did the first part of the entrance for to medical school and he passed but then there were quite a few thousands and they needed just a hundred he took that exam but he told me he was a little uh, he wasn't sure if he would pass it because his chemistry wasn't too good. But um, there are good things happening and the people have been coming to the Lord in growth after the earthquake. And again, that is something we thank God for. We have one church in Haiti and of all the churches in Haiti, I'm not talking about the ones that I work with, but I'm just talking about all the churches. I doubt if there's another that has so many converted witch doctors and people who were in voodoo. So we have great reasons to rejoice and give God thanks. Afflictions eclipsed by glory 
He loves us. 